Welcome to the podcast entitled Beyond the B-Plane. This is your host, Angel Rose Sandoval, also known as the B-Plane Girl. Let's get into it. Today, tonight, marks the day of December 29th, 2010. This diary is probably never ever going to be heard, really, but anywho, considering I have three more hours left, shit's gonna have to be erased. Um, but just to let it all out, I really feel like it's important to to discuss two nights ago was a really really bad night for me because uh, I mean it wasn't so bad I did get sleep up until around 4 and I have to tell you I went to bed at 11 p.m. 11 ish so from 11 to 4 that's a long time to be tormented and taken advantage of so it's the same three boys one of them's like a short pudgy darker uh, he looks like he's from somewhere in South America and then there's like two tall skinny white males they're all in their teens anyway it was a very very strange imagery that they were showing me i mean it was very questionable and i just remember some dude was like i'm so horny ew and i just remember saying that ew cringing and um i saw this boy and it was that dark male so who uh, yeah whoever was showing me imagery at the time apparently they're still able to show you themselves within that virtual reality so things are really strange in that world and it sucks it sucks for a sleeper so anyway that was going on i reflected back and i realized that there was definitely some bullshit going on and finally i woke up and i thought well i woke up because um, i felt the release of my soul so whenever, and I want to say it was like the young white male, one of the redheads, because there's a redhead, yes, there's a ginger snap in, in all of this. And I don't know the names or anything. I do recall one of them did say someone's name later. But anyways, so I wake up from my, or the pressure from my soul being released because this person, this other soul entity had had me, like magnetism, just held my soul as he was you know taking advantage of me so once i woke up from that feeling that pressure release i knew that i had been taken advantage of and i can hear the voices i can kind of hear them patching through and you know i'm counting my lucky stars because you know even though it's it's traumatizing to know that that's what was happening i just had to be grateful that i was actually able to sleep just grateful that yahoo wasn't around so They heard that, and it was so weird because they were starting, like, I heard a voice say, don't say that. You're going to make them mad. So, apparently the boys were getting upset. I know at least one of them was. And so now, I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm being hit, like, jabbed. And I'm constantly waking up and I'm moving around like, damn, somebody's pissed off. And I just don't know who it is. They're kind of showing me more images here and there, and I'm just sort of, like, waking up. And finally... I get sucked into this weird virtual reality and I'm on the ocean and there's like this girl and she's pregnant and I feel like it was they were depicting me and then there were the three guys I feel like a couple of guys had mohawks but anyways there were the three guys the two tall thin white males taller than you know the shorter 
South American dark boy and uh, I just remember getting a good glimpse and there was music they were like playing music so and then I got this really good glimpse of the dark boy and I cringed because he was the boy that I'd recognized he's actually the boy that I've recognized seeing two times before so the one that made that horny remark and I you know when I cringed and made that face because I was like yikes um, he was that. He was the boy that was in my room a few days before, just you know, hanging out. And that's when two industry professionals came in and they were like, "Don't you want to continue working?" And so, and I'm like, "Yeah, hello. You think I want this?" So I know and I recognize that they were those same three boys that were in that room waiting to do whatever to me. So, anyways, I see this boy. I make eye contact. He's like right in my face and he realized that I recognize him, that I realize what's what's going on. And I'm just like cringing. I mean, like a lesbian would if she saw a guy that was on her, she'd just be like, oh, just cringing like you. Oh, gross. And so when he saw that face I made, he was very angry right away. And it's as if he felt like, like, how dare you? Like, what the fuck? don't make that face at me. And so, you know, here I am shocked because I'm thinking, oh crap, this is like so real. He says something so terrible. He says something like, it's like you, he's like, fuck you, bitch. He's like, shove my dick up your ass or some crap like that. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess if you like that kind of thing. You know, I mean, no matter what has been done to me, it's on them. It's like, dude, you came to me, okay? You came to me. <laughs> you decided you wanted to do what for. You know, n none of this is on me. This is all on you. <laughs> what am I supposed to be like excited and like happy that you're here? I don't understand. So he's cursing at me and I mean like there's a lot of stuff that happened but I'm just like not talking about it. <sighs> so the hours keep rolling by and it's like 6 or 7 in the a.m. and now the boys are in my living room and they're talking about money. Something about $2,500 and so bingo that's what it's all about right? And that's when I heard one of the boys mention another name and that's when I had this overwhelming feeling. I just, I was wanting to cry. Actually, I did cry. My soul was crying. I felt so terrible. I felt like nobody knows that this is happening. You know, they all think what they want to think. But nobody knows, like, what I'm really going through. And they're just getting away with it right there, right, right then and there. And that's when it really hit me. And I started crying. And for some strange reason, my mom was leaving in my real world. She's like getting up and leaving, making all kinds of fucking noise. So I'm hearing both worlds and I'm still kind of drawn into that other world because I'm trying to hear what, what's going on at the same time. Now that they've left me alone and they're not hovering over me to keep me in my body or whatever, I was moving around in a circle. So I kind of felt like someone was pulling me out or there was some sort of force that was trying to pull me into that more into that world eventually after being going in a circle for a while you can just drop down and ground yourself you're totally in the world of the ethereal beings and so i just felt like somebody was there patching through to me someone was in my mind feeling what i was feeling and the next thing i hear is a knock at the door i hear a knock at the door and i hear authorities come in and they're questioning these boys. And I can't believe what I'm hearing, really. I'm just questioning, who is that? That couldn't possibly be the, the cop. And finally, I get a picture 
somebody's showing me. They're joining my mind and they're showing me. And there's quite a few people right outside in the front. So now you've got these cops. I don't know if they've drawn their guns, but I feel like there are three cops out there. And I feel like there are five people out there, just random fucking people. And I remember the man asked their names. What are your names? What are you doing here? And so I don't know if they set the boys up, like they knew that the boys were there, or if someone knew what I was going through and decided to go squeal on these boys because, you know, this is routine for them. They were coming all hours of the night, every night, and I'm pretty sure some of my industry people were wondering, like, where the hell is Angel Rose? What is she doing? And then they come over and they see this happen. And so now this woman who's, like, older, I don't know if she's, like, a mother of one of these boys or if she's just someone who's there, but she's like, well, I thought that she likes doing this. And the, the male cop says, no. He's like, this is too much on the body. This is just too much. Like, he said something like, are you kidding me? Like, uh, I don't know who in their right mind can handle so much of this. So it's like, it still bothers me till this day that these random people who, you know, hear Yahoo on the radio, who hear the media, who hear whoever else that's out to destroy me, hates my guts, yada yada yada. It just pains me to know that they're brainwashed, that they really don't have a clue. I mean, this is probably how Michael felt. And anybody else who's been put in a corner and talked about and just had massive rumage go on and on about them nonstop. I feel like this lady, I mean, geez, I mean, do you not have a daughter? Do you not have do you not have a sister? It's like, take yourself in that situation. If you were a sleeper, a non-entity in some other world, I mean, you have to really put yourself in this position. You really have to put yourself in my position. And you really have to use your common sense. I was really hurt by that comment. I mean, yeah, I've had my partners in the past, and sometimes I still do, but it's nothing. (laughs) I mean, I would want nothing like this. I wouldn't wish it on anybody, except for those who've, you know, done this to me. Sure, you know, why not? An eye for an eye. And I just remember waking up. I I really wanted to find out, like, they were caught for good or what. Like, what happens to minors when they behave this way? I just remember hearing a comment earlier that morning. I said, why are they doing this? Like, why are you doing this? Why do you keep coming back? There's a reason that you keep coming back. And I just remember hearing a voice saying, because we like to do it, or we enjoy it, or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, you're not just dealing with Yahoo, you're not just dealing with Jessica, you're not just dealing with whoever that bitch is who's pregnant with his kid. You're not just dealing with those people, I mean, you're dealing with people who are following... (laughs) You're dealing with these people who are following people who are like-minded. So... The next night, which would be last night, I actually slept. I I don't remember a whole lot other than I was actually on a set. And I was happy. I don't know how long I was on a set, but, but I was. I was on a set, and I was so thrilled. And I just remember it being like 7 or 8 in the morning, which is like my most likely time to wake up. And what do you know? I'm doing a scene, and I just recall sitting at a desk or at a table, and I felt like I was in my living room, but I guess I wasn't. So anyways, I'm sitting at at this table, and I'm messing around with like some kind of device that looks sort of like a Palm Pilot or whatever. It's got a screen on it, and there's like 3D 
motion pictures and I'm like oh my god this is so badass I gotta just totally have to save it but I deleted it so I was thinking about oh my god I totally regret what I just did right now and I placed it down and I just remember seeing this nasty little white worm that was like a parasite and I just thought oh that's disgusting and so I'm thinking what is it what is it doing and it's kind of changing and it's forming so it became it became okay it became one of these things that you find in the in the ocean things I should more so say food some sort of seafood like like a sea cucumber they're like um I don't know if it's a sea vegetable or if it's a sea if it comes from some sort of shell like if it's shellfish but it's it looks like a penis and a vagina it's one of those ocean foods that look like a penis and a vagina like if you look at it one way you turn it on one end it's a penis you turn it on the other side it's a, a vajay and if you, you yeah I guess if you join the ends you can make you can totally make the pieces fit the penis and the vajay anyways it was turning into that and that's when I was questioning and like, okay, who is this? And that's when I, I went ahead and I grabbed some sort of cleaning <laughs> substance. And it was telling me what it was or something. It was just stalling by talking to me. And I'm like stalling by asking it questions, like interrogating it. And I've got this like cleaner in my hand. I'm about to spray it. Anyways, I, I woke up. I don't even know why. I don't know if it was just thinking too much or if someone sabotaged the moment. The only reason why I say sabotage the moment is because guess what I hear? A familiar voice that likes to sort of kind of mock, mock my character. I've heard this voice before several times when I would leave a set but I wouldn't leave the realm all the way. I can still hear what's going on. And it's like, whoa, who's that? That person is so not me. Well, anyways, this is the same voice that I've been hearing. And you know, I don't know how long this has been going on, but it's been going on for a while. And sure enough, soon, after being kicked out of the round for a little while, and I'm hearing this, I'm like, oh my god, that's so not me. I don't know if they know this. I don't know if they're just doing, like, imaginary me because I left and they have no choice, or if they just think that I'm still there. Oh my god. So I'm over here freaking out and... I'm hearing this voice and I'm like, that's something I so wouldn't say. And like, even the sound of my voice is different, kind of different. I mean, it kind of sounds like my voice, but then it kind of doesn't. So anyways, it just was different. When I went back, I saw the picture and guess who it was? It was Jessica. Yep, Jessica. Jacqueline, shortstop, Sasquatch, tiny, short, powder puff nose girl, extra crispy. She's like four feet tall. It was so her. And I recognize her because she often looks like that. I don't know why she looks like that when there's like the option of magic. I, I mean, you've got magic to the world's biggest possibilities that you can dream of. I mean, you have magic at your reach. Like, what are you doing looking like that? So anyway, maybe it's a Yahoo. It's like what Yahoo does. No matter what he does with magic on himself his no teeth will always show. So maybe this is just something that she's struggling with, like her weight or whatever. So anyways, I can tell it's her. I immediately get so angry because she's playing this character now that I thought was was my character's. I really have no idea what this weird project was about. I don't know if this was essentially something I was casted for, if this was something that was on their end that they were pranking and dragging me into, and then they were going to do something else. Like, I really don't know what, what the point of this was, but all I know is that this is a familiar 
thing that is that constantly happens in the same way when it does happen. And so I started getting angry and yelling at Jessica saying, get the fuck out of here. And now everyone's like running out. And so now the industry people, the crew members are like, okay, get, get her out of here. Okay, stop. Let's just stop. And now they're all freaked out. They're like, oh my God, am I like, everyone's running around the crew. And I'm like thinking, you know, it's funny because I really thought that these were my people. It seemed as though they were my people. To me, they were recognizable to me they were my people like what's my crew doing here what the hell are you guys doing like (laughs) Jessica needs to just bounce this this is completely fucked up I don't know what is going on here but everybody out and next thing I know I started to get into homeowner mode and I was telling everyone get the fuck out of my house just get out everybody and so now they're all freaking out and now they're like oh god let's just get out of here you know she's going nuts and I just remember one guy saying um it was it smelled like honey and now it smells like rotten eggs or some crap. I don't even know why he said that, but anyways, I think it was his way of saying like there's the storm after the calm. Like yeah, like I was just darkness that came and ruined everything or some bullshit. Why is she doing that? Uh okay, I I know that she has a past of constantly comparing herself to me. We all know that when we compare ourselves to someone else, especially constantly, we feel very uh, insecure around that person and we feel like we have to compete. So I know that that's how it always been with Jessica and even with Yahoo and I have a feeling perhaps like if this was my project and my people, I have an awful feeling that she was just there to take over and collect a paycheck, act like she was me. (laughs) Her acting was terrible though, I have to say. Her acting is bad. It's not good. I could tell. It's just not me. It's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, my people should really know, like, when it's me and when it's not. But, you know, she does this a lot. When she's around, she'll always throw my voice around and try to act like I'm saying stuff, stuff I'm not saying. You know, it's so, it's difficult to be, to be anywhere around people when you have such destructive people around you. So I woke up and I thought, well, that's just nice. This happens quite a bit. I just don't know if my people know that this is happening. So now I'm starting to believe that she was the one that was pretending to be me when after the production was finished with the Woody Brothers. I have a feeling it may have been Jessica. It was either her or Yahoo because he does it too. He does impersonations of me. So yeah, this has been going on off and on. I don't know why they can't just get a life of their own and <laughs> separate their identities from mine. I don't understand that. It's, it's just so strange. So now I know. And I hope that my people know. And, and I also hope that they know not to pay me at the end of my gig. Like, just do not pay me. Fine if you don't want to give it to charity, but do not pay me. That's what I feel passionate about right now. I feel like that'll eliminate half the problem. I feel like that will eliminate Yahoo from following me around trying to collect my paychecks. Uh, It'll prevent Jessica from trying to to collect my paychecks in the form of me. To try to even be me for the moment. And anybody else who's trying to do the same thing. Money is most of the problem. I know it. And the other portion is just people who, for whatever reason, are just so intimidated by I don't know if it's my career or if it's me as a human being but I really feel like I'm too nice to people so I feel like I'm gonna have to start being mean 
I hope you've enjoyed this last episode of Beyond the B-Plane with yours truly, the B-Plane Girl. Thanks for listening.